so many of you should at least be aware by now, I did not vote for Donald Trump in 2016. I'm not on his campaign. I don't work for him. I don't get his talking points. I don't get paid for him by him to say anything. And at present, I'm currently an independent voter in a swing state. So when you ponder who these debates are for, at present, I am one of those people. And tonight, something got my ire up so strongly that I have to talk about it for a moment. Just a moment, because I'm trying to behave myself and not be political. And if I go too far, I know that I will just keep right on going. And that is the minimum wage. Anytime a, any politician brings up what I make, And they talk about artificial increases in minimum wage. It gets my ire up rather quickly. I know darn well that they don't give two hoots about whether I live or die. As I know for sure, the unions don't. But of course I'm getting ahead of myself because I need to get the entire picture painted for you. And if you wish to comment, you may, but I'm requesting, just as I am, no talking points and no BS statistics. Simply real-world matter-of-fact. All right? Now, tell me, if you dare, where do minimum wage earners shop? Where do they eat? Where do they entertain themselves? Where do they gas up their cars? All sorts of things. Where do minimum wage earners spend their money? Where other minimum wage earners work? Nespa? It's okay. It's okay. You can admit it. That's correct, right? Okay. And they're not the only ones that shop at those places or spend money at those places, now are they? No. In fact, I know some millionaires who shop and spend money at those places. And you can count pretty much any restaurant because, unless you happen to be around really good dippers, which, <laughs> fat chance, you're making less than a minimum wage. And I can tell you that as utmost uh, with utmost certainty that that is correct, as that's where my mom worked once when I was a kid. She was forced into it. She was told she had to get a job immediately. So what did she do? She went and accepted the only job she was offered, which was a waitress at a restaurant. And she worked over eight hours, busted her tail, she was the only waitress in the entire place. She made ten bucks. Ten. Now, to give you an example of how paltry a sum that is, I make more than ten dollars an hour now. 
and she made it in an entire day. She kicked off her shoes and sat down on the bed and cried. You see, that, that is just an example of how a waitress is treated. See, the, the folly that is the minimum wage job is it is not meant for breadwinners like me. It is not for meant, meant for people who are attempting to live life on their own or, or raise a family, take care of themselves and others. It is meant for high school kids, college kids, retirees who are looking for a little bit of fun money and something to do once in a while, maybe a a housewife just a, a something so she has some extra makeup money or something. But that's it. It's not meant to be the breadwinner's primary job. And in this economy when so many things are still shut down by our infinitely wise government and our idiot governor here uh there aren't a lot of other jobs to be had and i was given the impression that i would be able to work full time but in fact it is a union job and the union bosses in their infinite wisdom made absolutely certain unless you are a manager or grandfathered in as having worked there before a certain date, you weren't allowed to work more than 28 hours. Guaranteeing that I'm nothing but part-time. Guaranteeing I do not get health care. I do not get a 401k. I do not get any sort of uh, stock options or other value-added benefits whatsoever. That is what the union bosses wrote in. They get it, but I don't. And it is because they want to maximize the number of people they can force to sign a union card, which, believe me, that's exactly what they do without having anyone more powerful than they are or with even amount, uh, any amount of stroke uh, compared to what they have. So unless I were to become a manager or grab a time machine and go back and be hired before they, they made this agreement, I was told they do not want me to work more than 28 hours a week. Not the owner, not my boss, the union. Can you see why I was grateful when I was able to accept a better job where I work 48 hours a week and get paid handsomely? Now granted, $15 an hour would be a raise for me. But I can read the writing on the wall, and this is before COVID, that I could read the writing on the wall on what that sort of increase, especially across the board, would mean. And I need you to understand this because it is 
it is imperative that you understand this. And it starts with me asking you, where do minimum wage earners shop? Where do they eat? Where do they gas up? Where do they entertain themselves? All where minimum wage earners work. Now, if you raise everyone's minimum wage to $15 an hour, are prices at those places going up? Yes. Yes, they are. And you say, well, those fat cats can afford it. Well, no, they can't. No, they can't. There are a lot of businesses out there that, that have very small margins, as it is. When you get into the smaller businesses, the franchise owners are also smaller businesses, by the way. So get your head out of your rear end about that. Uh, a franchise owner of a big-named restaurant or store is under just the same amount of pressure. I worked for a factory. Uh, when I was there, we topped out at about 38 to 40 people working in the entire building. A minimum wage increase for him would have absolutely crippled his company. Absolutely crippled. It... The, that you're basically saying take on double the amount of workers because uh, that would ultimately be what you're, you're paying them, is double. And how do I know that that would be the case? The COVID has, has turned that 40 into four. From 40 people working in a building to four. And it is a miracle that their doors are open even now. And they have some rather uh, sizable customers as well. But think about uh, where, where minimum wage earners eat. McDonald's. Do you think that the... Uh, if everyone starts making $15 an hour, do you think that the dollar menu will still exist. Oh no. Those prices are going up. They're going up. Make no mistake. Uh, or say, uh, where, where you go to the movies and, uh, and they make minimum wage there, or maybe just above. If it goes up to $15 an hour, price of a movie ticket going to go up? Aha! Uh -huh. Popcorn? Oh, it's going up. Pop? Yep, going up. You, uh, don't think that, that, that these places aren't going to, to find some way to offset their costs. How about shop? Well, you go to this store over here and they make minimum wage, wink, wink, nod, nod. Even though my mom worked for one of them for 17 years and she made, well, actually, 
almost as much as I make at the uh, at this new job, uh, but it was definitely more than minimum wage, and she was allowed 40 hours a week. In fact, sometimes she was begged to take more if she was willing. Well, we'll pay overtime. We just don't want to hire anyone else instead. So, so let's say those shops, those stores, are forced to raise uh, everybody to 15. Now, do you think prices are going to go up there? Uh-huh. Now, let's just, let's just skip the formalities and say it's going to happen across the board. Anywhere where minimum wage earners earn the minimum wage, prices are going to go up. Okay? Is that fair? I think so. That's pretty much a fair statement. Now, obviously we're talking about the entry level, aren't we? Are their supervisors going to make more? Uh-huh. How about their bosses? Uh-huh. How about up the ladder? Is everybody going to get an increase? Uh-huh. What if they're a union shop? Oh, you bet your sweet bippy. Those full-timers, those union bosses I spoke of, guess what? They get a raise. It's contractually obligated. There is no way around it. Now, will the business owners have to raise prices to offset that? Uh-huh. But again, you who are jealous of what everyone else has, oh, those fat cats, they just have, they'll just have to open up their purse strings. That's all that's going to happen. They're just, all those rich people are just going to have to give up more of their money. First of all, that may not be possible. And second, who says? See, here's what's going to happen. Either you are pleading and begging the government to swoop in and declare that they have to, which that's socialism heading toward communism, kids. Or every last one of those businesses will begin pondering, should we downsize employees? Should we just close entirely? Should we move out of town? Should we just close our doors, pee on the fire, and call the dogs? Now, with COVID already in the air, uh, raising the minimum wage, do you think that's going to cause a few job losses? I should say so. A great many. A whole lot. Businesses will close and never reopen. Others will downsize employees. That will mean more people will lose their jobs, which are already minimum wage. Less businesses will open. Small businesses will become a thing of the past. Mom and pop shops will not be able to hold their own. Unless they have a crucial 
but very unique item to offer or service, they are going to fold faster than Kenny Rogers. Yeah, but they're fat cats and they've got so much money. <laughs> Give me money. That's not how it works. We are not... You have to... You have to start turning into Russia. You have to start turning into communist China. You have to start turning into Cuba or Venezuela. When you start talking about artificial uh, minimum wage increases with mandates that prices can't go up. So what you're saying is either A, you're okay with them closing, B, you're okay with them firing or laying off more people because they can't afford it and they have to downsize, or C, you are perfectly fine with them raising their prices. Now, let me help you out here. Let's say, best case scenario, all they do is raise prices. Here's what's going to go down. If those prices go up, not only will it make it harder on the minimum wage earner, because they will have to pay more for everything, thus offsetting the raise... But you will also have to consider this. The next tier of stores and restaurants involved, their prices will be raised. What do you mean? Well, we start getting into, one, the actions of union bosses and their contracts all around the country. And they all have escalators. All of them. You better believe it. Virtually every union contract in this country has escalators. If the wage, the minimum wage goes up, they get a raise. So do you think those places are going to raise their prices? Uh-huh. They sure are. Don't be ridiculous. Again, don't come to me with, well, them fat cats are just going to have to pay out more. That's not how it works. And again, not always possible. So, so when you when you say, "Oh, well, well, they're just going to have to pay out." Okay. Those prices are going to go up, and then again, we're talking about the early, the 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 bottom level entry level people. So their supervisors will make more, and their bosses, and their bosses, everybody up the line will make more. And every level where that's the case, the prices will go up. Ultimately, while businesses close down, while layoffs occur, oh, that's not going to happen. Oh, isn't it? Go to a McDonald's 
and show me a McDonald's nowadays or, you know, one of these other places that doesn't have self-checkout or one of those panels where you can put in your order and pay for it without talking to a human or doesn't have an app where you order it and pay and all you do is pull up and pick it up. How many times, be honest, how many times recently have you gone through a drive-thru and you know how there's that first window where you pay somebody? They're not there. Why not? They got phased out. They were an added cost. They were an added cost. So, how many places are going to start phasing out other people? You ever... You ever uh, sit down with a minimum wage earner that's at basically any any job where minimum wage is earned and see how frazzled they are at the end of an eight-hour day because their bosses are expecting them to do more and more and more and more and pick up the slack from where they don't have help. And you say, they should hire some more people. They should. But guess what? If they start hiring more people, and this is before the minimum wage increase, the business starts to hurt and they have to choose between raising prices, which will ultimately probably make them close, or just simply skipping straight ahead to closing. And this is all with the, the guys that they're doing you a favor They're doing you a favor that they're going to raise it to 15 and somehow that will make everything better. Will it? Ask yourself this. Why is it that the exact same people who are so adamant about raising the minimum wage, why are those the exact same people don't seem to mind all of the illegal immigrants. Here's what's going to happen. If if you bring in certain politicians who want to raise the minimum wage artificially like this, they also want to have porous borders and allow illegal immigrants to come on in. And illegal immigrants, you don't have to pay them the minimum wage, do you? Because who are they going to complain to? And who is going to hire an illegal immigrant at less than minimum wage? Somebody who doesn't mind paying an illegal immigrant less than minimum wage. Unscrupulous people. Troublesome, nasty companies that don't mind hiring these people. The kind of people that I guarantee you have sent max donations to these very politicians who want to tell you that they are doing you a tremendous service by raising the minimum wage. Again, it would be a huge raise for me at both jobs one more than the other, obviously, but both jobs that I'm working, I would be I would get a huge raise out of it. 
But the job I'm doing at the the one job I'm doing that's at minimum wage right now, I probably won't have it for very long. That they would either replace me with uh, with automation, or they would replace me with some teenager who doesn't give a hoot and would work 15 hours a week and just have two different uh, have two different uh, uh, teenagers do my job rather than me. And the other one, well, that one might be a little stickier, but guess what? <clears throat> I would wager that they would have to raise their prices and they would they would ultimately raise their prices right on out of the market. Well, what in other companies that compete against them? Not necessarily. Because you're you're assuming that everybody's competition is going to be above board and American. A company that's not afraid to hire illegal immigrants will get away with it. And there's also, well, I think I'll just move my entire company to another country. You wonder where, why businesses go to China? You wonder why they go to Taiwan? Why, why they go to India? Why they go to all these other little countries that you go, well, wait a minute, why is this made in El Salvador? Why is this made in Bangladesh? Well, the, the answer is simple. They can get paid less. And if they can get paid less, that helps these companies stay open and keep their prices low, and they can undercover, uh, undercut their competition, and they can force other companies to go out of business. An artificial minimum wage increase may look good on paper for the minimum wage earner who would just really like to have the raise. But you're not in a bubble. I'm not in a bubble. Neither one of my jobs is guaranteed ever. Automation uh, is getting better and better all the time. Robot workers and, and computeriz uh, computerization, that's all getting better and better all the time. They can easily replace me at the one job. Okay, well, certain parts of that job could be done with automation. Other parts would be a little harder. In fact, I can think of a few things that I do that there's no way they're going to get a robot to manage them. But you get my point, don't you? I know you do. I I would love to have... I would love to make $15 an hour. But I, I, I need to also remind you of this. If everybody makes $15 an hour, if minimum wage is $15 an hour, and that's what everybody makes, you are now a minimum wage earner. You don't have an advantage over anybody. 
You're the bottom. You're the barnacle. You are. You can make the minimum wage one hundred thousand dollars an hour. Which you know, oh boy, would that bloat really do wonders for the economy? By the way, sure, you can make that a hundred thousand dollars. You could make minimum wage a hundred thousand dollars an hour. And I guarantee you, this would be the case. Businesses would close. Businesses would downsize. Businesses would turn to automation and computers and, and other methods of, of uh, replacing workers. Ultimately, Charlie Bucket's dad would be out of work. Okay, if if you understand that reference, everybody's going to become Charlie Bucket's dad. They would find ways to replace as many as possible. And those that they couldn't, that's where the illegal immigrants come in. And it this has nothing to do with uh, illegal immigration, by the way. I have... Latino blood in my family and full Spanish speaking relatives who are incredibly unimpressed with illegal immigration. And I can go on and on about that. But my point here is this. If you think that somebody telling you, oh, you'll make $15 an hour if you vote for me. You, you think they're trying to do you a favor, you're gullible. And you're flirting with disaster. Have the courage, America, to think outside the box. You don't live in a bubble. Your job is not in a bubble. Your business is not in a bubble. Not everybody who has more money than you is a fat cat who is sitting on billions. Especially if you work for a small business or a franchise owner. And you must understand, even if you've heard on the, of the name on the outside of the building, if it is a franchise owner, that is a small business. That is a local person. That is locally owned. That is some guy or some small company. And they don't have that kind of money. And no, you can't demand it from the, uh, from the big company. That's not, it's not going to work that way. Companies will close. So I'm encouraging you, when you hear... I want to raise your minimum wage to 15 bucks an hour. That sounds like a wonderful thing, but you need to think because if it happens, the job that is lost may be yours. And $15 an hour will not, will, will not become some great advantage. It will become a disadvantage. Only making $15 an hour will affect you in due time.
everything will shake out. Things will balance out. You are pleading and begging for us to become Cuba or Venezuela or China or, or North Korea or Indonesia or any of these other places you've seen on the tags on your clothes and the places that, that, that manufacture the stuff you buy where minimum wage earners work. I can even tell you it's not just electronics and clothes. It's food, too. And you're going to see farmers outsourced to China very, very soon. In fact, start looking on your cans of fruit and see if they're made in America. You're going to find very quickly that growers are growing elsewhere and having things picked elsewhere to get away from the way things are now. You're asking for something that you don't want any part of. And this isn't in, de in defense of Donald Trump. This is not me saying this in, for any particular candidate or party or anything else. And I am definitely no fat cat. This is me playing to you out of common sense. Would it be a way? Uh, would it be a raise? Yeah, in the short term. In the long term, it put it would put me and you right behind the eight ball. So please think straight. That's all for tonight. Good night, everybody. And one last thing before I go to bed tonight, Krista. Good night, sweetheart. I love you. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. Good night, sweetheart. Well, it's time to go home. I hate to leave you, but I really must say, Oh, good night, sweetheart. Good night.